Good day, everybody. Good day. I hope you are ready, willing, and able, and focused. And let me take you to what uh, Mrs. L and I uh, were privy to last eve. And how it is important, and I wish I could have taken you, I wish I could have recorded it, I wish I could have gone and taken this as part of my boot camp to young people, those individuals who are getting involved in political commentary, those who want to go online and and, and, and have a, a podcast or some streaming platform. It was one of the most important tutorials ever and something I have seen my entire a professional career. It goes to show you so many things. I, 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 I was overwhelmed with uh, what I saw last night. Let me bring you up to speed. First of all, thank you for being here. Please like the video, subscribe to the channel. Your metrics, your following means the world to us, and we thank you for your overwhelming support of my very simple and modest efforts of the truth. Brutal, frank truth. Think of myself as a pregnancy detector. You're pregnant. Or even worse, you're dead. That's it. You can fill in the blanks why you're pregnant, why you died, what happened. You can do anything you want. It is up to you. Do you understand that? It is up to you. Uh, excuse me. Now, what happened was, bring you up to speed. Bobby Kennedy Jr. is scaring the hell out of the Democratic Party. Excuse me. Pardon me. I'm getting. I'm constantly, constantly uh, 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 deluged with uh, this. Uh, pardon me. Hold on for a second. This is critical. Not that you're not, mind you. Okay, uh, here we go. As you know, Bobby Kennedy Jr. has a big mouth. Sorry. He's got a big mouth. He's got a lot to learn. I saw him up close and saw his style and his mannerism. And I'm going to tell you the truth, less than impressive, but he's still Bobby Kennedy. He knows what he is. He's not. He's just the way he is. Okay? Understand this. He's not a firebrand. And that's good. Because the number one thing you have to do is to be yourself. Okay? That's one of the reasons why, well, sometimes it gets you in trouble. Look at Ron DeSantis. The other day, Bobby Kennedy made it. He, he was... He was he was speaking uh, he was speaking at a 
uh, at an Italian restaurant. I think it was Tony's Napoli or something, Upper East Side. And he believed there was Chatham House rules. And he believes that Chatham House rules were in effect. Chatham House rules means that the participants of a particular uh, discussion are free to use the information received, but neither the identity nor the affiliation of the speaker. Okay? It's kind of like off the record, so to speak. And it was violated because Bobby Kennedy believed that people knew about Chatham House rules or that they would be following this. Okay, great. So, here's what happened. So, nonetheless, here's the story. So, Bobby Kennedy is uh, involved in this, uh, in this uh, uh, discussion and he makes some reference about how, based upon... And it doesn't matter this story. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Imagine you've got a broken arm here. And if anybody bumps into it, you're going to scream. It's a, it, it's a sore point. And if somebody bumps into you accidentally, bumps into you on purpose, it doesn't matter. You're still going to hit the ceiling. That's the way this works. So they're waiting for him. And because he said that there was a study written, funded, promoted, prompted by other scientifically uh, gifted people regarding the susceptibility, the susceptibility of either uh, Ashkenazi Jews or, or, or Chinese to a defense of something that this was what one of the unique anomalies. I'm telling you, once you say that, it doesn't matter what you mean. Marjorie Taylor Greene will forever be associated with suggesting that Jewish lightning, no, Jewish laser lights were responsible for Southern uh, Northern California fires. It doesn't matter what she says. That's it. It's that uh, before the the before the cement hardens, they write the story, and that's it. It could be right, could be true, could be subject to uh, exaggeration or lie, or could be one hundred percent correct. But once it hits, that's it. You understand this. First thing you've got to know, it will be your legacy. Once it happens, remember what I'm telling you. And what do you do? What do you do? You ready? Ignore it. It you it you it, it it you ignore it. You don't let people determine what your message is going to be. If somebody if Mar if if uh, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz thinks you're anti-Semitic and you think it's nonsense, what are you going to do? Stop what you're doing. Pick up the phone. 
Let's do something. And I, and I think he and Rabbi Shmuley will talk about that a moment. Shmuley Botiak, who's, who's, who's one of the greatest speakers, bar none. He is what lawyers uh, are, are what, what people think lawyers do in the courtroom. That's Shmuley is brilliant. But you don't let people determine your, your, uh, your you're going to say, I'm not going to talk about that. I didn't say that. Next. They won't know what to do. What do you mean? I'm not going to talk about this. Next, I'm going to talk about my candidacy. Listen to what I'm saying. You fall prey to this. You fall prey. And somebody brought up this thing about Marjorie Taylor Greene and lasers or whatever. I mean, I, I looked at her and go, what the hell is that all about? She didn't answer it. You're next. I'm tired. Or maybe she did. I don't know. But it's over. It goes away. It's like, okay, next. Because once they realize you will stop your candidacy, you will stop your movement, you will stop your momentum, you will stop everything to address complete and total lunacy, then they're going to hit you again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Next, the Muslims are going to say, how dare you say that? You said this about Hamas? We want to be... And then he's going to stop and meet with somebody from the Muslim community to clarify that. And then the gays, how dare you? And then the vaccine victims, they go, oh, this is terrific. Line a bunch of them up. My grandmother died of COVID, and you said this. We line them up. And then you got to stop, and you're going to deal with them. I can do this all day long. Why? Because you give in to them. You cannot be lectured to. You cannot have your message determined by people. You know what you said, you answer it once and move on. Period. You've got to teach them. Don't try this with me. Nobody but nobody. With them. remember, three days of any subject, name three name 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 three uh, name any subject that withstands or with that, that can withstand three days of subject before you completely move on. Three days. Period. But he's answering this. And it was demeaning. Bobby Kennedy Jr.'s got to explain he's not anti-Semitic. It was ridiculous. We'll talk about that in a moment. So what happened was they were going to go to the Society for Ethical Culture, this bastion of... I don't know what you want to call it. Do you know Do you know that uh, Shmuley Botiak at the Ethical Culture... They would interview or debate with Jews for Jesus, which is a tad oxymoronic, and scream and yell, and no problem. But the word was out. If you ever, we're, we're opining, we're imagining this, if you even have Bobby Kennedy on, you whatever funding you get, whatever, whatever uh, grants, whatever, you're dead, you know. I could just imagine, okay, with a signed contract, 20, less than 24 hours to the event, they said, sorry. We're pulling out of this. So we ended up going last night, Mrs. L and I, to the Glass House on 12th Avenue. Little dicey neighborhood, but nice. Very interesting. A lot of security. Very interesting. I don't know if that was a... I don't think that came with the room, but it was a lot of security. And I think he might have been on Hannity before. I have no idea. I have no idea. My friends... Within 
um, maybe 30, in, in about in a, in a, in a, a month today, a month today, a month today, I turned 65 years old. 65 years old. Mick Jagger turns 80, I turn 65. I have been... I've been to a lot of places, see. I've seen a lot of things, see. Who, who, what was that movie from? I've been around, see. Oh, Son of a Woman, I think it was. I do not play um, uh, groupie well. And when I, if you want to make me sick... When I hear people go groupie nuts over Hannity, Fox, uh, anybody. Oh, they're so-and-so. I got to tell you this. I got to tell you this. Before I begin. And I'm going to be all over the store, all over the place. So if you want some straight, continuous storyline, this ain't the place to be. I tell you unprepared as it occurs to me. I saw last night at least a couple of cases of two women in the front. I don't know who they were. I don't know what they were doing. I don't know who, what association they were. But if you went to a movie and said, listen, I'm a directing a scene. I want two fallen women, two prototypical, uh, uh, just inappropriate Women looking, I don't want to say, well, dressed inappropriately, trampy, whatever, whatever, almost, almost like trouble, you know, groupy, hard, living hard, overly made up, inappropriately dressed, too sexual, things hanging out, tight clothes. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. That is what I'm looking at. What the hell is this? And I think... I don't know. I think they're trying to get Bobby Kennedy's attention. I think. I don't know. Because what are you doing here? This place, and by the way, this place was a zoo. They had people. Terrific. I had this fellow all of a sudden. Mrs. Elvira sitting there, and I'm trying to get the Wi-Fi. Is it, you got any Wi-Fi in here? That's all I want. I want to read my stuff. At one point, I told her, let's, let's blow this pops down. No, not now. We'll walk out. I want to walk out. I'm bored. This is ridiculous. I mean, this. I, I, I got it. I know exactly. Remember, you don't have to eat the whole egg to know it's rotten. You don't have to eat the whole egg to know it's rotten. Remember this. I know immediately what things are. I'm 65 years old. I've earned this. I've been bored my whole life. I'm an expert in work. I, I said, I got it. I've seen, I've been to these before. So anyway, so then we got these women. They're like this. It's the weird, the groupies. And then we've got the lunatics. This one guy behind me, he's writing on a piece of paper and he's got his notes and he's got his notes and he's writing these notes. And, they're, and then they get up and this one woman, oh, Bobby Kennedy says, and, and, and I'm going to say something to you because I'm telling you the truth. I'm speaking to you the truth. I don't care if people like this or not. His voice hurts me. I always feel myself, you, you, you don't have to talk. Don't, don't, don't. You, you know when somebody's 
like somebody has been crying or something, and you say, no, 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 it's okay. No, no, don't, don't worry. I, I, he's trying to drink tea. It's, it's, I mean, you get used to it, but it's, it's, it does something. I've got to get past that. I always think to myself, this is hurting him. He can't be, this can't, this can't be uh, easy for him. So anyway, and Rabbi Shmuley is serving, and the problem today, where's the people? I mean, just like the, the contrast. And, I, and I'm not mocking him. He has spasmodic dysphonia. It's a, it's, it's a vocal cord type of thing. He, he's not in pain or anything like that, but it's just, it, I'm, I'm just telling you. And you know what I'm thinking to myself? During a debate, it might want to bring people down in terms of uh, losing their stentorian. I don't know who's stentorian, but it might, somebody might want to inadvertently reduce their own volume in order to accommodate and to, to, to uh, have parity with uh, his voice. In any event, you got to see this group. You got to see... Oh, oh, before... So anyway, so we're sitting there and all of a sudden... On the ground, these people get to kneel down. I got this guy, he says, we're from Japanese TV. <laughs> they come up to me. Nobody else. He says, can we ask you a few questions? Yes. And his English was pretty good, but it obviously was not his first language. And you always want to ask yourself, I don't want to speak in a way that I know he's not going to understand. But he says, you know, why are you here? It's always a good way to start off. And one can start off with, you know, well, you see, being a student of the American psychological spectrum, if you will, the, the various matrices of the electoral versus the... It seems to me that we have this wonderful rebarbative... No. So I tend to... You, you end up speaking like Tarzan. I come with wife to see man speak. You know, you, you don't you don't want to go into this bad, uh, like the, you know how they always have Indian, you know, Geronimo or something. Man, come here, running bear. Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying, because I don't want to be rude where the, guy, where the guy says, what the hell is he saying? So I always found, I always think to myself, I don't like foreign interviews because I think to myself, I sound like an idiot because I'm trying to be nice and I'm overcompensating. But anyway, so I'm doing my best. Then you get the lunatics. One guy gets up. Oh, Bobby Kennedy. Uh, who was it? Shmuley says. And this man, when Bobby Kennedy was, what, 13, 14 years old? He was at uh, high school. They called and told him, your father had been shot. Hubert Humphrey sent his plane. He flies to see his father. And Sirhan Sirhan, who was a Palestinian, killed his father. Or respond. This woman stands up behind us and says, Would you stop these lies? You know and I know it was the CIA or Mossad. Oh, no, something that was later on. The CIA was the Sirhan Sirhan, and you know it, and you're out of nowhere. And she had a voice that was so clear. You know how some people's voices, they just go right through. They don't need a microphone. They're just like, mine is not like that. This one was. I could pierce right through. 
and you know he did it, and you're perpetuating this. Why don't you come clean and tell us who really was behind that? I'm surprised he said, you know, MK Ultra. But anyway, Shmuley stands up and says, ignore her, ignore her. All right. Bobby Kennedy's like this, eh, didn't, he just kind of smiles, doesn't say anything. I think he's been through this before. Something tells me. Okay. Then, the second one comes up. Now, this guy's got a hat on with a cannabis leaf. And this guy was less Hollywood. F you, F you. Uh, who was it? Was it uh, Tishmuli? I think. I'm a Jew, Jew. Got a shot. I'm F you, you a. I mean, just just off the street. You a whore. F you. This time, the security, a lot of security came over and said, this guy had to leave. The first woman got done screaming. She sat down. That's it. I'm okay. She stayed, I think. And then this guy, get out. Yeah. On the way out. Let everything in his, he, he just emptied the tank. I mean, just, and they're up there like this. I'm thinking, this is insanity. So we're going through this stuff, and it was okay. It's very interesting. Again, I wanted to stand up, and I couldn't, because this wasn't the time. But if I did, I would say, can we all agree that Bobby Kennedy Jr. is not anti-Semitic, supports the existence of the state of Israel, and will be a good friend to the Jewish people. Can we, I, I think we can all agree. Now, Bobby, what are you going to do about X? UFOs, war, the military-industrial complex, central bank digital currency, uh, this weird draconian environment. I still don't know anything about what Bobby Kennedy wants to do. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm not paying attention. Maybe I'm not very bright. Maybe he's been talking about this the whole time, and I haven't heard it. I'm hearing about Israel and vaccines. Enough! I know, I know it! Who in their right mind thinks he's some crypto anti-Semite? Are you kidding me? And you just said, that was good, and they probably gave an extra bonus in the Christmas stocking, which makes no sense, to Debbie Wasserman. Way to go, Debbie. Yeah, look what you just did. You just derailed this. Fantastic. He had to go and talk about it. Take time away from his campaign. But there were some very good questions. There was this uh, young man came up, Hasidic Jew. I mean, absolutely. You, You have to. You must. You must. Many people have not seen this before. This is a community. You've got Lubavitchers. You've got Hasidic, Hasidim. Uh, they live in, what is it, Williamsburg in Brooklyn. And they're very, they do not bother anybody. They're not, you don't see the mingling, so to speak. But they are a most devout and serious group of people. And their religion is their life. And anybody who thinks, well, I'm... I'm a, I'm a devout Christian. I, I go to services on Sunday. You, no, no. I'm sure the same thing goes for Muslims too. But Hasidim, no. From clothing to to, sit, to tzitzis to payas to the kippah, the ev- I mean every. So this guy gets up and he asks the most incredibly cogent question about superdelegates and what he's, it's fantastic. Best question. 
best question of the night, which had nothing to do with Bobby Kennedy Jr. trying to explain that he's not an anti-Semite, which nobody believed. Nobody ever... Anyway. Then another one gets up there. This one shows up with a mask. I'm thinking, do you know the irony of this? Oh, and by the way, everybody's Jewish. Everybody gets up as Jewish. Well, I'm Jewish. No one's there. Are you sure? What's, what's, what's your name? Sean O'Reilly. And I'm, and I'm Jewish. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. It's, it's like that somehow gives him a pass. This woman gets up and she's barking at somebody. You know the woman who was the, the um, either the Palestinian, please forgive me, I, I remember a little bit about it. She was a journalist, I think she was shot, I think by IDF, it was during an event, during some type of thing. They claimed that she was either targeted deliberately, deliberately killed, shot, targeted, assassinated, whatever it is by these people. Okay, fine. All right. They're asking Bobby Kennedy, would he move for, the? she's an American citizen, the extradition of of an IDF soldier to our country to what? First of all, just bad. You're going to go. She's in another country. American citizen. She's a she's a she's a, uh, a a reporter, a journalist, risky in life, very risky, very risky. No question about that. No, 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 nay, nay, nay. And you're going to what? It's the most preposterous thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, what are we talking about? And I'm telling Mrs. L, let's go. Come on, let's go. And we're right in the front. We we don't want to go. I want to go and say, that's it. I've had enough of this. This is, this is I know where this is going. It was, it, it was like an asylum. It was just one, and you look around like, oh my God. And anybody who wears buttons, not buttons that all the way, like Bobby, no, 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 that's okay. But I mean, buttons that have something, you know, <laughs> Remember those buttons? Remember those ones, honey? They used to say, "Ask me how I lost weight." Remember that? Was it? Ask me how I lost weight. Nutrisystem, whatever it was. Everybody's got a button, and there's just this. But I got to hand it to him. There's a passion. There's a a vociferous. And, and this is nothing new. It it, it wasn't it, it wasn't unruly. I mean, there was some some profanity here and there. But there was this thing about. I just look around. And I said, "This is so. This is this could be done so 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 much better." There is nothing worse. There is nothing worse. Then somebody who thinks he's going to enter the fray with somebody who has lived and breathed a subject. If you're talking to Rabbi Shmuley Botia, who has spent his adult life knowing every aspect, rudiment, interstitial fact, uh piece of datum, even factoids. By the way, don't use factoid as a synonym for fact. A factoid is not a fact. It means like a fact. Eh, not really sure, like a fact. Don't use factoid. But anyway, this man knows everything he can talk about 
Janine, and this, and that, and, and Gaza, and 48, 47, 63, 67, the Sinai, the, the movements, first Intifada 1, Intifada 2, the, the, uh, Abu Maza, and, the, and you're going to, and all of a sudden, some guy shows up and says, hey, I'm going to weigh in and say, you know what? I think is Israel's occupying. You say, wait a minute. You're going to try this with him? The same thing is when somebody throws legal stuff at me. You know, I don't know. I think the, the Constitution provides a woman's right to have an abortion. It's like, are you serious? Do you know how much? Do you know who you're talking to? It's like me arguing. It, it's like ac, uh, vaccine experts. I've got a friend of mine. He's an mRNA. He thinks mRNA is only for vaccine. Doesn't even know what messenger RNA. Doesn't even know what it is. Doesn't even know what it is. Has no clue. But all of a sudden, you mention mRNA to him and he goes nuts because he is an expert. I've seen this before during the O.J. Simpson deal. During O.J. Simpson, overnight, everybody became a blood splatter expert. It was the damnedest thing I've ever seen in my life. Every single day. I'll never forget this subject. Somebody called up one time. I was doing uh, I was doing mornings on ABC, and somebody called up and said, "Yeah, I got a question. Why wasn't there more blood in the Bronco?" Sal from you know uh, Fire Island. Why wasn't there more blood in the Bronco? I said, "Why was there any blood in the Bronco? What are you talking about?" Oh yeah. All of a sudden, one day he's laying tile, which is a noble profession. The next day, he's in blood out of He's like the Henry Lee of Hohokus. I don't understand it. So all of a sudden, now everybody is going to talk, and they're going to get up, and they're going to talk shmuley botiak regarding uh, um, occupation of Gaza, it's like, are you what do you think you're going to accomplish? Another thing too, remember something. Remember, write this down. When you stand up and you ask a question, the first thing you have to do is not sound like a nut. And if you can, don't look like a nut. And I'm telling you something. If you saw a couple of these women there, and this was your mother your aunt, your sister, you would say, I'm not driving in a car with you. You're going to go back in and change. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're doing. Why don't you just have hooker? What is going on here? What is happening? I, I don't, I mean, it, it, is, it is the weirdest thing. Bobby Kennedy Jr. is not doing this the right way. Now, I know nobody was here, and I told you, I'm going to write his name in. Because I just cannot see Trump even remotely. But you know what? <laughs> Today, I keep saying, I don't know what. Thank you, Lizzie Solak. Please like this. We need likes. I need 400 likes. That's the spirit. I need 400 likes. These likes mean so much. I'm trying to give you an idea, a composite. Here is a person right now, I want to say Bobby Kennedy, 
What are the questions you would love to ask? Bobby, Mr. Mr. President-to-be, I don't want to hear about your family. I know about your family. And with all due respect, you don't have to keep saying, you know, my father. Look, I'm not, I'm trying to say this in a nice way. I'm, as you know, I don't believe anybody. Bobby Kennedy cannot get through his sentence and say, you know, my father, every night at dinner we would discuss, he would say, now you're going to take the position of uh, Israel. I said, wait a minute, did this really happen? Your, did your father ever say, would you leave me alone? I've been working, let's, you know, let's just talk about something. Everything, well, you know, my father and my uncle, you know, my other uncle, my, I know, I know. And the, and, and the thing about it is, like, Bobby, listen, I don't know how to tell you this, but your father, great guy, but anybody who ever knew him said this guy was sometimes not a nice person. Did not deserve to be shot by anybody. Oh, oh, what about when he said, do you, what was it he said? Do you, uh, was... Did they mention Mossad or CIA? Yeah, somebody, somebody said Mossad. Oh, they said something like, "Was Mossad responsible? Uh, CIA or something responsible in your father's death?" And he said something like, "I don't think so," or "Not what I've heard." Or it was the weirdest answer. It was the oh, and he says, "From what I know, it was one of the most equipped." It was you, you had I. It was one of those ones where I just said, "Did you hear that? Did you did you hear this?" Do me a favor, and I'm going to be brutal now. I'm going to say, "Bobby, I'm going to give you these these tokens. Every time you mention your father, you got to give me one of these. When you run out of these tokens, you can't talk about him anymore, because half of the people here weren't even born when he died. So, I mean, it's it's an important thing." But that's not what you hear. We're not, we're, we're not, because you're Bobby Kennedy Jr., we're not getting Bobby Kennedy. And with all due respect, God bless him, I don't want Robert Kennedy. Because nobody wants to talk about the truth. And nobody wants to understand what Robert Kennedy did to just stir it up. And we're going to be talking about JFK and what was about and what you did to Sam Giancana. I mean, I'm thinking, do you know what you did? Come on, little girls laugh. Remember that? Did you ever see Bobby Kennedy? Come on, you laugh like a little girl, Mr. Giancana. Sam Giancana, laughing like a little girl. These are like Al Capone's hit, Tony Accardo. The outfit, New Chicago. They gave, they were responsible. They still take it as a personal affront that you didn't respect what they did. Because Bobby, the, the people think Jack Kennedy won by so much. No, he didn't. And what they did, what that family did, and Bobby went to this and the organized crime, and oh my God, they pissed off everybody, from the from the uh, the Bay of Pigs folks to these hard right wingers. To and listen, I, I know hindsight's in twenty twenty, but there was this. How about the way he? Who was it? Was it Symington? When they said we're going to settle on Lyndon Johnson, Lyndon Johnson hated them. They mistreat. They, they, if you believe this, Lyndon Johnson was some rube and some. I mean, and J. Edgar Hoover hated Bobby. J. Edgar Hoover called Bobby Kennedy and said, "Your brother's dead." Boom. 
that was it. Next thing you know, that you know that rocking chair that John Kennedy had in, in the uh, Oval Office that was moved out, and in came his saddle. And I mean, it they they could not stand. And Bobby Kennedy was so by virtue of his. Per- Later on, he he took on a different mean, a different demeanor, a different affect, kinder, gentler. He's forty years old, years old. He was a kid, but still very, very different. And he mentioned his uncle, his uncle Joe, Joe Kennedy. Remember why Joe Kennedy? Remember they they say that was foolhardy. That was foolhardy. Remember this? And that was in order to to fight or to deal with the fact, so they say, because of this, this internecine, interfamilial battle. They said that Bobby, that, that when, when Jack Kennedy won Profiles and Courage, that, that he was a hero, the only president with a purple heart, I think. Joe Kennedy, Joe, he was furious. He crying. We see, ran upstairs. Not half of this stuff, you know. You want to talk about who was it, uh, Kathleen, or who the one with the lobotomy? So th- just do me a favor. Do me a favor. I know it's your father, and I know it's your family, but I'm your campaign person now. Just talk about you. Don't don't talk about you. Uh, Sparky says Zelensky's mom isn't Jewish, and he didn't convert. Uh, okay. Passed down ethnicity to okay Ukrainian. Well, you know that's interesting, Sparky. I appreciate that. Yes, indeed, uh, Mr. Zelensky remains a, a a bit of a mystery. Uh, but but thank you for that. I have a I don't ever, as a matter of fact, get into somebody. Well, you're not Catholic. Well, you say you're Catholic, but you don't observe the holy days of obligation. Well, you say you're Jewish, but your mother's not Jewish. You know, I... Okay, whatever. Whatever. Far be it from me to to question somebody else, but thank you for that. Zelensky, look no further than Kolomoisky, and you'll get an idea what that's all about. So here's the question. Bobby, what are you going to do about artificial intelligence and artificial general intelligence? What is going to happen now? What is going to happen now? This is the existential threat. A young man got up very serious. Oh, oh, one, 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 one guy was great. It was interesting. He stood up. I got to tell you this. Young man, he says, and why are we giving money to Israel? And they go, ah, oh, yeah, boo. And he, and he goes, why are we giving money to anybody? Why doesn't the money stay here? We need the money. And it went from boo to, well, yeah, you know. Well, that was interesting. You got to listen to people. Listen to what they say. They may look a little daft. They may scream and yell. There were some very interesting questions, too. One, one young man was worried about nuclear uh, war, nuclear conflagration. Uh, nuclear, whatever, is very interesting. Very good question. Here's my question. Hey, listen, I felt like saying I'm not going to do this. 
let's say there's an artificial general intelligence. And by the way, that's going to be here before you know it. An AI, AGI component. And it goes bad. It goes, the alignment is way off. There is no alignment. And as you know, alignment is when the goals and the focus of artificial intelligence or artificial general intelligence, where all of this is um, consistent with our view, our morality. You hear what I'm saying? Uh, this is, this is uh, very, very important. This is very, very critical. How do you know how do you know that it is not possible for a, an artificial intelligence, AGI, artificial general intelligence, um, glitch, so to speak, to go in, uh, reroute, rewire, reconfigure um, I don't know, our military uh, responses through through ham-handed blunt force authentication override detonate uh, authorize a series of nuclear attacks or 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 create a nuclear uh, attack from another country or something else this is see nobody People still have this idea like, do you think I'm going to lose my job? That's not what we're talking about. you think maybe, is there an AI song? Okay, that's good. you think maybe, let's think beyond it. So AI. This Adele just tells me there's a new rule. When does that go into effect? If you want to go to Europe, you got to get a visa. 2024. There's going to be a constriction of travel. You are going to see things that are happening that even your meatball cousin Jack Schlossberg has no clue about. What are you going to do about that? What would you do right now involving Ukraine becoming a member of NATO? Why are we in NATO? Go through this. What are you going to do about the... And you can go by the usual things. What about the opioid crisis? What about fentanyl? What about the borders? What about crime? They say, and where we were last night, Bobby, you want to walk, this, this is Hell's Kitchen. You want to rock around 12th Avenue and 10 o'clock at night? Go ahead. I'll take you some places. Want to go down that street? Go down this one right, right around this building here. What do you do about crime? Where are the police? What do you do about the systematic destruction of law and order in our country at the behest of George Soros? What are you going to do? Now, I love this talk about Israel. I love this talk about uh, the Golan Heights and about them. That's wonderful. But what I'm worried about is when I leave, am I going to get clobbered on the way home? Am I? This is the stuff that Americans are worrying about right now. What's going to happen down the road? What is going to happen? How are we going to undo the damage that this mental midget, this ossified, oshios, geriatric jadrool, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I want to hear concrete plans now. What are you going to do about the borders on day one? This is the stuff I want to hear about. I'm not hearing about that. 
Sparky says, RFK Sr. and other Kennedys hated LBJ, but JFK actually liked him. JFK was friends with Nixon, a man with few of any other friends. Well, you know, they were they were in the they were in the um uh Congress together, or the, the Senate, I guess. And they were also compatriots, I think they were from that last of the generation. Nixon, by the way, we could spend forever talking about what a complicated man he was. And how some people forged uh by the way, I will the story about Marilyn Monroe. Oh you, let me let, 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 let me just explain this to you. Jackie, John Kennedy, RFK. This was a group of people with mores and with a father who I mean this I don't know where with all due respect to Bobby Kennedy, but and I'm sorry about your tragedy, but these are not on my list of the Waltons, okay? I am not a Kennedy groupie by any stretch of the imagination. Look what they did to Peter Lawford. Look, just just go down the list. I'm not even I'm not gonna spend time with this. And you have been a hell of a lot should be a hell of a lot more vociferous in trying to get to the bottom of who actually was responsible for the death of your uncle. Your father, okay, whatever. Stop this. They're so tepid about this. And by the way, there's another story today. Do you know what the number one most um, uh, uh, hidden story in American, uh, whatever uh, news is? UFOs. UFOs, EBEs, extraterrestrial, extra interstellar propulsion, whatever you want to call it. It is the, it is the, most important story there is. And nothing is being done to discuss it. Nothing. Because people think it's some kind of a la-la land story. People think it's, I don't know what. They think it is just some crazy thing that, we'll talk about that. And, And by the way, the issue is, when he and I'm, you have no idea. I'm so the whole Bobby and the masks and the anti. That story is so boring. The bigger question is simply this: What are the rights? What will your uh, Justice Department do? To determine, there is a case called Jacobson against Massachusetts, 1905. It deals with smallpox vaccination. The law has changed. The Constitution has changed. We have incorporation by reference. This, this, this is ancient. The Supreme Court needs to address a very simple issue. If I have something, let's say I have hepatitis, absolutely, positively, 100%, um, contagious, really bad. And I'm walking around and I'm doing it. I'm getting everybody sick. Do you as a citizen have the right to tell me, hey, stay home? If somebody has AIDS, know they are HIV positive and they're going out having sex with people, do you think the society has any ability to tell that person to back off? Is there anything? Of course there is. Define it for me. Therein lies the problem. 
What if I say to you, hey, you've got to do this. You've got to. You've got hepatitis C. Well, I've got this hepatitis thing I want you to take. Not too sure if it works, but that will do. Now, wait a minute. Or you, who are unable to to, uh, uh, control yourself with HIV positive, we're going to have to quarantine you so you can't have sex with anybody. Is that okay? What are the limits of this? How far do we go? How certain must society or we be regarding the actual lethality and contagion matrix and vector, all of this stuff. This is what I want to talk about. As this woman standing there with this mask on, you know, that trough, that, that snout thing, and I can barely understand what she's saying. This is what we need to talk about. Now, I didn't know somebody, t- I have no idea, I think he was on Hannity or whatever, people were saying that Hannity doesn't let him talk, Hannity does, and whoever, please, every time I hear this, I don't know, do me, file that work down, whatever, go to your back to your den, file those, these, you know, that's, oh my God, the birds are, that's just, yeah, I haven't listened to that show, because that show, with all due respect, and I mean it, and I and I, I like I told you, that is the that is the smartest guy on Fox News, bar none. But he never lets people talk. It's about him. I don't think he really understands what the purpose of the interview is. It's about how do I promote me? How do I how do I get over to use a wrestling term? So I don't watch that. I don't know if you saw it. Bobby Kennedy is going on every show there is. He's got to be careful. He's going on some of these shows, and believe it or not, he's going to go on a show. I think he was, was he on Theo Vaughn? I have no idea. Joe Rogan. He's going to go on some show, and somebody's going to go back and say, you know that last year, this guy suggested that there's no Holocaust, or this guy suggested such and such. So you're promoting a racist? They're going to do that. Do you have somebody? Because that's what they do. And once you get that label, and the concrete, the cement settles, you're stuck with that. And you can't go back and always try to correct the error because that's what they're going to do. You're going to have to next time be able to tell Debbie Wasserman Schultz, I told you I'm not an anti-Semite, now let's move on. So I don't know who's really, I don't know. Another thing too about Bobby Kennedy and seeing him last night. Okay. Sparky is, uh, you are fixated in this. Someone can wake up and claim to be Lutheran, but covering, uh, but converting to Judaism isn't that simple. Ask Madonna and Sammy Davis Jr. Well, that could very well be, uh, Sparky. That could very well be. But I don't think, and by the way, thank you for your question. I, I don't think, at this particular point, anybody even remotely cares about that. I'm just saying. Because America doesn't care about anything. I guarantee you, if Bobby Kennedy had talked about either Oppenheimer or Barbie, people would have been, I swear to God, I think I'm kidding. I think Barbie is more relevant to the American voting population than anything else. Because, and, and believe it or not, there are, some, there are some consideration to be made from that. I'm just saying. Okay. Now, I want to talk about this very quickly. Were you really that impressed with Bobby Kennedy? No. 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 He looked beat. He looked tired. The whole the whole thing was... Even the setup. 
Shmuley did it. Shmuley was dynamic. Shmuley is a professional. They brought Bobby out. They sit in two chairs. Bobby looked like he was like ask, ask, answering questions. It just didn't stand up. You're too far back. People can't see you. You're sitting in a chair. Stand up. Go to the podium. Have the microphone. Go back and forth. Own the stage. Stagecraft. That's what Trump did. Trump did this. At this point, he should know better. He's too... He His his whole thing is not... He's not vociferous and boisterous. and That's not his thing. He better get that way quick. Stagecraft. The look. He has a uniform right now. These really tiny little button-down things. I don't know what this is. Maybe this is style. Whatever it is. Little tiny button down, not normal collars, not normal size, but almost like maybe it could be like in sparks, you know. Some okay, fine. I'm 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 not gonna pick on that. It doesn't really matter. He doesn't come across as close. Um, uh, do you see a picture of him with his son? Forget Baron. Bobby's like six two. His son is like, what the hell is this? Okay, fine. I want to also say, Bobby, nobody cares about your family. And I say this with all due respect, good and bad, because if they knew about your family, that could hurt you. Because there's a lot about your family that's rotten. Rotten. Remember when he said how uh, John 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 Jr. was he taught, was his best friend? Could be. How do I know? All I know is that for years, the rumors, the story was always that Jackie said, I don't want you to be like those kids. There were stories about the... Bobby's kids, they were wild. There were 11? Ethel was like, eh, you know. Who was it? Where'd that come from? People said they were just crazy. There was no supervision. I don't know. There's so many. Have you ever seen the Lawfords? The William Kennedy Smith? Remember Gene Smith? The Shrivers? There's more Kennedys than you can imagine. A lot of them are pretty good. You know who's a good one too? It's Teddy Jr., he would have been great. Great countenance, great visage. Poor Patrick, Mishkino, right? This guy driving around at three in the morning. Am I going to vote? You know, that kid. I think he was on Ambien at the time. Kara, remember the other one? Teddy Jr. lost his leg. Remember that one? The story was Joan. Is Joan alive? Is she jo- Joan's alive? And isn't, isn't, is there any. I think Joan's alive, and also Joan Kennedy and um, and jo- and uh, and uh, uh, eighty six. And what about? Isn't there one Jean Smith or something? Isn't there one Kennedy sister? No, no, Eunice Shriver's mother. Jean Kennedy Smith is William Kennedy Smith. Remember that? Remember the whole O pair or the O bar? Remember that rape thing with Roy Black? Oh, she did. Okay. Oh, there we go. Sparky. <laughs> Sparky. Sparky's 
on Zelensky's Judaism? You know what? These are great questions, Sparky. I am not. I. 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 Again, I applaud you. I thank you for for your for your focus on these fascinating questions about Zelensky and his faith. Um, there's only one thing. I'm not talking about Zelensky, but other than that, it's a great, great question, and I thank you for your for your support and your contribution. But have you noticed that Zelensky? That's over with. It's done. You ever hear about that anymore? Nowhere. Anybody talking about sanctions anymore? Nope. Anybody talking about NATO? Nope. That's over with. That's done. That's just going to wrap. They're going to just wrap that baby up and it's going to be like, eh, no. America never cared about that for a moment. So let me go back to the Bobby Kennedy thing. He has absolutely positively so many great, natural, incredibly powerful uh, ideas, anti-war, bravery you can't believe. I love that, the fact that he would go against all these people about everything. He wanted, he was uh, concerned about initially with thimerosal and autism and the fact that he even cared about that. I think people really find that interesting. That's number one. Number two, he can also be that kind of like that voice of the young contingent, the young folks. I don't know if that's true, but maybe it is. Um, I think I, th- I think he has more of a uh, of a fan base on the right than on the left. Uh, love him or hate him, Ted Kennedy had the best common touch of all the Kennedys. Sparky, uh, Richard Nixon said the best natural campaigner was Ted Kennedy. Ted Kennedy, even though he was a sot, died a terrible death with that glioblastoma. That Oh, those gliomas are horrible. Horrible. Uh, but you're right about that. You're right about that. Um, one of the things which is very important also to realize and to recognize is that, and I will just say this, you must be in control of your campaign at all times. And you must have experts who come and say, how do I look? How do I stand? How do I look? What's my best side? Let's work on presentation. There are stage geniuses. What about the lighting? What about this? How should I do? How is this set up? I guarantee you half of the time they never think about it. You come in. Where do I sit? I sit like this. Um, last night... With all due respect, and I think he is, I think Shmuley is great. It was almost the Shmuley show. It had nothing to do with Bobby Kennedy. He was, he was kind of there, and it was about other issues. And maybe he'll say, well, that's exactly what it was supposed to be, and that's fine. Bobby has to be, it's always about him. You limit this. We're going to do this, 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 and this. Whenever you let people ask questions, I'm going to give you a tip. And I'm going to I'm going to uh, tell you something which works every single time. Give people cards to write your questions ahead of time. Two reasons: number one, you have a great repository of what people want to know, a great list, which of course somebody from your staff will 
always write down because you got an idea of that. You know, this question keeps coming up. It's the best way for you to get a kind of a, of a uh, feel for all of the people who were there. Or maybe you've got something. Everybody's got a phone. Uh, 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 hashtag this or whatever it is. Next, make sure you answer the questions you were going to answer in the first place. Don't let them control what you're going to say. You're going to answer your questions. You're going to say whatever you say. Whenever you go on TV, whenever you go on a radio station, whenever you do anything, find out the three, four, five things you're going to say. And no matter what they ask you, if you're going to say, I'm going to talk about the military-industrial complex and how this big Neb Brzezinski miscalculated everything from uh, Afghanistan on down. And if the question is, who was your favorite Yankee? You say, that reminds me. It's Big Ned Brzezinski and the military, and you go right into your question. And everything reminds you and brings you back. You know, that's funny you say that because, and nobody will correct you. Never lose track of the message. It's your show. Every time you speak, it's a commercial. Don't let anybody... He could have very simply said, but let me also tell you, Shmuley, one of the reasons, one of the things that concerns people in addition to anti-Semitism is the fact that this country in the United States, we have concerns that are perhaps secular in nature, but affect everybody, including artificial intelligence, military-industrial complex, China, Russia. How do we fit in geopolitically? What happens about the globe? What about, what about um, uh, these extra-governmental, uh, you know, uh, World Economic Forum? Blah, blah, blah. He could have done that. He's not good at that. He he just sort of, and that's okay. He's not really a politician, but he sort of is. There's a lot about Bobby Kennedy Jr. that's kind of clunky. And in a weird way, it makes him come across kind of human. He's not, he's just, you know. So there you have it. That's what I thought. He's still terrific, but he needs work. Big time. Big time. And I know people don't want to hear that. I know people don't want to hear that. But let me explain something to you. Every time you get up, you got to make sure it counts. I got 280 likes. I need more. I'm sorry to say that. I'm sorry to be so gruff. Pardon me. When you get up there, you say precisely what it is that you're going to say. And I don't care what it is. You pick three topics that you have to say every single time. I don't care if you're standing in a phone booth, that there even are phone booths anymore. Three topics you're going to say, and that's it. You understand that? Three topics you're going to say, and that's it. And you work them in every single time. And just when you think to yourself, am I getting tired? No, because nobody's heard this. And you make sure you've got somebody who filters your message. Your message has got to be simple. Don't stay. Don't go off course. Don't go off target. Focus on what's happening right now. It's critical that you do this. There's no kidding around here. You're in the big boys. And they're going to come at you left and right. And also, tell them, tell them that get ready you're going to hear about something I probably never heard of. They're going to come at me. Anticipate. Bait the field. Tell them they're going to come after me. I'm telling you right now. Don't you understand what I represent? Me and my old family. We go to the father and the father. But we have been an existential threat to the power system since day one. And I think history pretty much bears that up. That's it. Okay? That is it. Politics, I keep telling you, it's not about what you think. It's not about these kind of weird, quirky subjects. I got a friend of mine, all he talks about is the Second Amendment. It's like, would you, for the love of God, stop this Second Amendment stuff? Nobody wants to talk about guns. You've got these weird, these weird things. And the same thing with vaccines. People don't understand this. 
there are people who were still frightened and terrified about getting about COVID coming back again. Now, speaking of speaking of nothing really, this is Mrs. L's YouTube channel. I want you to go right now and I want you to sign up for it. It's critical that you do this. Sign up for it. She is a she is a one she is a one uh, person. I just I just put up one of your your uh, things here. Anyway, let me do this one more time. There we go. Nope, that's not it either. Okay, a lot of Kirk Cameron news here, but just to say, I know that's what I'm saying. People are wondering why is he putting up all this Kirk Cameron stuff. We have this scene where we share. Uh, it's a long story. Uh, just stop for one second. Let me put this. Let me put your thing up there. Just give me a second. Okay, hang on a second. We do this all the time. There we go. That's it right there. All right, friends. We'll see you back tonight. Same bad time, same bad channel. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are the best audience, the best group, the best people, the best everything. Sparky says, ever see the video Ronald Reagan and RFK Sr. debating? Then they both destroy this young radical. Won't see that high a level of discourse nowadays. Also, by the way, Sparky, and by the way, thank you, Sparky. You're very good. There's a um, uh, a, a great uh, um, discussion between Gerald Ford and Jimmy Carter. And they're talking about how friends they were and how they were. Gerald Ford is, again, somebody that you will never, ever, ever really understand completely. But don't forget what Tolstoy said. History would be a wonderful thing if only it were true. All right, my friends, remember one thing. Here's what you think ideologically. Here's how you, here's how you play the game. It's politics. That's the brutal sport. I would have, before I do this, what do I wear? What do I stand? How do I do? What do I say? I, I would have so many people. I would have so much stagecraft. What do I say? What is my point? What, what do I think? Bobby Kennedy is an intellectual. We don't need that. Ask Adelaide Stevenson. You've got to find out what you do. And there's one thing about this. Another thing, one more. You know when people go out, see, for example, let me just say something to you. When I go out and I speak in front of people, the first time I got to laugh, I'm in there. I'm in there. And I know what it is. I know the type of people. I'm telling you the truth. Why is a laugh important? A laugh means approbation, approval, agreement. You only laugh with people you like. You never, you never laugh at somebody you hate. Donald Trump was brilliant at this. He knew how to read crowds. He knew, he knew exactly. He did stuff. He didn't even realize he was doing it. Reagan did it. Clinton did it to an extent. Bobby Kennedy doesn't have that. Bobby Kennedy's not warm. He's not personable. He's not... He just isn't. Work with it. Play off the stiff. Take what you have and tell them about it. Tell, be the person who says, you know, I may not be the most excited. You know, my wife always tells me. And by the way, where's his wife? Where's Cheryl Hines? Is she anywhere? Does she ever? Is she trying to get her career back? After, the, after they told her, you're done. You are finished. I mean, that's a, that is a, in any event, in any event, in any event. Somebody's got to assess him. You've got to, you got to connect with people. 
And I swear to God, especially the the two uh, the two uh, fashion plates last night, there are people who are. I think they they just think he's just famous or something. Oh, one more thing on that subject, Bobby. I know you're not listening to me, but let me tell you something. I would say, Bobby, I'm your uh, I'm your campaign person. Yeah, I want to introduce you to something. See that guy over there, that big guy? Yeah, yeah. His name is uh, his name is uh, uh, Gonzo or something. Yeah, he's about six five, but he's almost four hundred pounds. Used to be a used to be a professional wrestler in the old days. NWA. Uh, yeah. I've instructed him if he sees any woman giving you a phone number or texting you or you going off somewhere, he is instructed to knock the hell out of you. And it's okay, I told him. Because you have a tendency. First, you're an addict. And you've recovered and that's terrific. And God bless you for that. But once an addict, always that mentality. Number two, you've had a weird thing with women. You kept track of who they were and you... What's the matter with you? Now, you're going to be out there, and you're going to be seven years old, and obviously you're taking, I don't know what you're doing, if it's human growth hormone, whatever. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But all I know is when men hit 70 years old, they normally don't put on a lot of body mass. But you miraculously have done this, and you're showing people, hey, look at me. I'm doing push-ups. Dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. I don't know why you did that, but you did that. So you're going through this middle-aged crazy thing. I've seen it before. I know what I'm talking about. If you get near a woman, if you get near a woman, you're, you're throwing your career away. Okay, and I know how you Kennedys are. And you've been raised around that stuff and you think it's okay. It's not okay. Because they're going to set you up. They're going to set you up. So that's why Gonzo here is going to follow you. And he's going to be with you. He's going to be staying with you. And I've instructed him. If you see anything, all of a sudden he's you. But no, ain't going to happen. On your own time, that's fine. You're not going to ruin this. Because I know how you get. It's lonely out there on the road. Maybe you and the mentors are having a problem. Maybe you're kind of tired of this. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I'm savvy. Who knows? And also what happens is sometimes, not that I'm accusing you of anything, not that I'm accusing, but sometimes when some men go through different hormone things, they can get a little randy, a little frisky. They get into this kind of a prepubescent or pubescent mentality, and they act stupid. We're going to prevent that from happening. Capiche? You got that? You got that? That's the way we're going to do it. People don't want to hear that. That's exactly the way it works. Because my thing is this. Remember I told you, I'm a realist. I don't care about the way it should be, the way things are. All right, dear friends, we love you. Have a great and a glorious day. Go out and do something Do something mildly constructive today. We'll see you tonight at uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. And don't forget to subscribe, 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 subscribe. More videos coming up. And by the way, did you happen to see my video on how to microwave corn? I know what you're saying. But I got a lot of comments on that. We have the best Jersey corn in the world. And you can, to microwave it, is with the husk on. These people who rip the husk off, what's that matter with you? It's a perfect seal. Just microwave it for four minutes, cut it. I tell you how to do it. It comes right off. Not a, not a, not a, a filament of, of, of silk. Nothing. All right, dear friends, have a great and a glorious day. See you tonight. Don't forget these words. The monkey's dead. The show's over. Sue you. Ta-ta.